Hello Aquarius friends, I'm Annie Botticelli and welcome to my report, Aquarius March 2021 Astrology Must Knows. I'm going to tell you right at the beginning of this report that this is my absolute favorite month of the entire year for everyone in the zodiac because we have way more sweet aspects than we do salty ones and there are a whole bunch of other reasons why I love this month. So I'm going to give you all of the details and go into all kinds of specifics of must knows specifically for Aquarius. So. Here are the reasons why I'm so excited about this month of March. The first, as I said, is that when we've got way more sweet aspects than salty ones, which is kind of rare these days, um, we haven't had that happen for a really long time. Certainly hasn't happened um, since this 2021, and you remember what 2020 was like, so it wasn't really happening then, right? So we really do notice when we have sweet aspects that dominate the salty ones. Okay, so that's the first thing to celebrate this month. The second thing is that even some of the ones that we could label as possibly salty, they could actually swing over to the positive side, which would make that ratio even more notable. Another reason why I'm celebrating a big must know for this month is that we are free of those outer planet clashes that have come to be our norm. 2020 and the beginning of 2021, both January and February, had, and lots of times in 2020, had outer planets getting together in a super intense way. There are different things that we track in astrology that shift how we experience the starry connections. And so the personal planets, the ones closer to us, they kind of zip around, you know, they move pretty quickly. And so their influence moves pretty quickly. And sometimes the things that happen with them coming together, they're not as intense or as long lasting. They just kind of, it's there, it's good or it's bad or whatever, and it passes. But when these outer planets come together, especially in a challenging configuration as we've had for many months, then there's this heaviness and this intensity that just dominates everything. So March is the first month that we're not dealing with that, okay? And we're not going to really be dealing with that. We, March and April are pretty clear from that. Um, a lot of the sweet things about March, even though March is my favorite month of the whole year, April is my close second. Um, and so a lot of the sweet things about this month are actually going to filter into April as well. So we're, we're free of that. We're also, we've got a little bit of post-Mercury um, retrograde transit, that like the shadow period at the end that we're dealing with. But besides that, that will pass quickly. And besides that, we don't have any personal planet retrogrades to deal with in March or April. And even though there are many wonderful things about retrogrades, one of the things about retrogrades that people don't tend to like as much is that it brings, they bring confusion, they bring a lack of clarity. So we're emerging now in March into a time where a lot of things had gotten called into question in the second half of January and all of February. But now in March, we're starting to get clarity. We're starting to be able to make plans. We're starting to feel more certain about ourselves and the things that the decisions we're gonna make. And a lot of that also has to do with the external forces a lot of the uncertainty was coming from political things going on, different types of mandates or rules that really cast everything into question for everybody. So things are going to be shifting where there's going to be more clarity and the capacity to start making some plans. Now, this is not going to be completely true for every single person in the world, but there is a general trend towards this and the odds are very much increased that this is going to be the experience for many people unless there's something in your personal chart that goes against this or for other various reasons, this is this is a, a big promise for very many people. So the plans start to come back on, the clarity starts to come back on, the ability, um, the wherewithal, the oomph, the zest to make big decisions, to do things. 
um, and know what direction you're going and being able to kind of see a little bit further ahead. We've kind of just been able to, to see right in front of us here for a while because the mists have been very thick, but the mists are going to be clearing this month. And another reason why I love this month is because we are at a midpoint between the eclipses. If you've been following my work for a while or if you otherwise know about eclipses and eclipse seasons, twice a year we have eclipses. And during those times, radical change, dramatic endings, brilliant new beginnings, tension, extra anxiety, feeling like your finger's stuck in a light socket for an extended period of time. All of those are, are traits of the experience of the eclipse season. And we're not in eclipse season in March and April. Although April will start to build it back again, which we'll talk about more next month, the, the most intense um, months upcoming for the eclipses are going to be May and June. And we have other, you know, outer planet clash going on then. So, so some intensity is going to start coming back and all those things that have been kind of like a new norm, we're, we're going to have a little bit of dancing with that in May and June. But in March, we're as far away from that as we can be and far away from the previous eclipses. So we're in this nice little sweet spot here in the middle. Okay, so now you know why I love March so much. You also know that if you've been waiting to make decisions or waiting to take big actions, now you're going to start to be able to do that, especially as the month moves on. And you actually will have a lot of clear energy to do that in April as well. Okay, so this is a time for moving forward. Some specific must-knows for Aquarius. The first one is that Mars is going to be moving through Gemini, and this is going to happen through March and April. And so between March and April, every single Aquarius placement is going to get a kiss from Mars. When I talk about kisses, astro kisses, those are when the planets in the sky make a nice angle with your planet. Everything in astrology is mathematical and everything in life is mathematical really, but so astrology is a science and the certain degrees of angles that are made between the, the signs flavor the experience. So when planets are in different signs, they make these different mathematical relationships, they have a different quality of their experience. And the most favorable quality is the trine, which is a 120 degree angle, which is exactly what Mars is going to be doing for your to your Aquarius placements. And this is whether your sun or your moon or your rising or your Venus or your Mars. My reports are for any Aquarius chart that you want to look for. We can run a chart for your Venus sign. You can run a chart for your sun sign, for your ascendant. And if you've got Aquarius in any of those placements, then everything I'm talking about in the Aquarius reports monthly is actually for you on some level. So, um, so regardless of what your Aquarius placement is, you're going to get a kiss. And the more Aquarius placements you have, the more kisses you're going to get from Mars. And if you're not sure how many Aquarius placements you have, you can go run a free birth chart online. Um, I'm working on getting that onto my site. I'm having some issues with it, but eventually I'll do it. But until then, you can just run how to um, do run a free birth chart online, put your information in, and see what degrees of Aquarius you have so that you can use information that I share more. Okay, so what does a kiss from Mars look like? Mars is the planet of action, it's the planet of forward movement, and it can be the planet of aggression, and it can also be the planet of initiation, but in general, it's, it's action that is productive and forward moving. And so when you have that energy kissing your placement, things that you've been working on can suddenly dance or spark into life. Motivation that you might have needed can spark into place. An idea or, you know, um, some missing piece in anything that you're working on could come together or you could just 
have things start working out for you from things that you already did work on before and that Mars energy that you worked on before just starts to come to life with these nice Mars kisses now. Also, you might, um, if you had a physical issue, you might be able to heal that issue and get physically mobile again from this energy. There's a lot of energy of mobility, increased mobility in this month, March and April. And that's not just like your physicality, it's also geographical and you know, travel wise. So we've been waiting for a long time to have the floodgates open for travel. And I'm not saying that every single person is going to have the experience of green light for travel at this time. But I am saying that if travel isn't happening, then there's a very good chance that for many people, the light at the end of the tunnel is going to be very clear where you can either start planning a future trip or for some people they'll actually be traveling this month. Okay. So, um, and, and it can manifest in other ways, in situations where there are mandates in place and you know you, you can't do anything. This could be very social. So if it's not physically, like in, in your physical presence, it could be virtual, online. It's very busy though. So it usually lends itself to going in every different kind of direction and getting scattered and getting all over the place. So kind of expect that your to-do list is going to be long, but also expect that you're going to have more motivation um, to pull these things through. And there might be less roadblocks to getting things done this month compared to many months previously. Okay, now Jupiter is in Aquarius as we've been talking about and of course we know for Aquarian placements this is a very intense time because outer planets are moving through your sign and that brings massive change and a lot of intensity for better or worse to your placements and when those planets cross over your placement exactly is when those or other placements in your chart um, when those those intense points tend to come, so the people who are really in the um, in Jupiter's focus now are those who are from si- around 16 to 23 degrees this month of March. Okay, so that's when Jupiter is going to be moving through Aquarius from 16 to 23 degrees. So any Aquarius placements that are between 16 and 23 degrees, so that's going to be like February 6th through 13th. Okay, if you're watching for your birthday and you don't know your your degree placement. Those of you around February 6th through around February 13th, you're going to have Jupiter cross over your sun at this time. Now, Jupiter is the great benefic. It tends to bring really positive things, but Jupiter can bring very negative, challenging things as well as we've seen of, you know, Jupiter connections that have been happening with outer planets. So, you know, this could go either way, but in general, it's expansive. And this year, that since we have Jupiter well, it's not in Aquarius for the whole year, but for the times that Jupiter is in Aquarius, it's actually happier than it was last year. So a lot of the mischief that was made from Jupiter last year partly was because it was in a sign that it doesn't resonate well with on its own because Jupiter rules Sagittarius. And Sagittarius is an energy that flows well with your sign, Aquarius, because they're earth and fire signs. So when Jupiter is moving through a sign that is in coherence with the sign it rules, it's happier. And when that happens to be when it's crossing over your placement, which is going to be happening February 6th through 13th or 16 to 23 degrees, now you're gonna feel that. But it can come with amazing luck, it can come with amazing expansion, it can come with like profound growth, and it can come with like surprise increases to your lot, you know, like increases in money something of value of of financial or other coming in in a big way 
Um, a feeling of hope and optimism is another thing that Jupiter can bring, and this is for everybody. While Jupiter's in Aquarius, the odds of feeling optimistic are increased because of Jupiter in that placement. Okay, so I just wanted to point that out. If you wanna see more details about when you're going to have um, beside, if you're out of these, this date range and you want to see when Jupiter is going to be crossing over your placements, then look for my Jupiter in Aquarius for Aquarius video because I go through and outline each of the degrees and dates um, of what months throughout the year are going to be affected by Jupiter's movement. Okay, so the other thing I wanted to talk about with the outer planets moving through Aquarius has to do with Saturn. Now again, when Saturn moves through a sign, it's very different than um, Jupiter. Jupiter expands, Saturn contracts. When they move through together at the same time, it tends to um, pull off any excess that Jupiter might have, which can be a good thing because it can be more controlled growth, more controlled expansion, more, more um, doable where things don't spin out of hand. Jupiter expansions can spin out of hand. And so in that way, I kind of like Saturn around being like a babysitter saying, hey, you're getting a little out of hand. All right, things are starting to get a little riled up. Let's settle down. You know, and that's what Saturn's kind of doing. And Jupiter being around while Saturn is in the similar area means that things might not have to be as heavy as they would be if Saturn were just crushing them like a bug without Jupiter saying, hey, lighten up, buddy, right? So those of you who are going through the most intensity with Saturn in Aquarius this month are those of you who have eight to 11 degrees, okay? So again, if you, you could find your, your birth chart online, you can see these degrees and you can get deeper into your chart. But in general, this is going to be really the very um, end of January um, and the very beginning of February birthdays. Um, so those of you in that spot, there could be major material manifestations for you. You or your family might wind up ha like having financial things gel. Hard work that you've done in the past could come through in an accomplishment or recognition at this time. And those are the positive um, traits of Saturn. Another positive trait of Saturn and a way to consciously use this energy is to, to apply discipline and consistency, especially in any area that is awry in your life. So you might find your powers for concentration and discipline and consistency are enhanced at this time, okay? And this is true for every Aquarius placement, but those of you in, you know, the very end of January, beginning of February, you're, you're, you're in your intense time with this now. And you will actually be walking this dance, those of you in that, that um, group, through the fall and spring for you all down under. So like the October-ish timeframe, you're gonna be having in these um, date ranges and, and degree ranges, it's going to you know go direct, go retrograde, go direct. So you're gonna be focused with Saturn with a walk, a storyline that's going to be you know present for most of the year. But all of those things can be very positive. Now the negative, stressful, difficult things that can come up is a lot of stress, a lot of work, um, people will feel like they're aging significantly over a short period of time sometimes. I know that I just went through this myself because I had a lot of planets in Sagittarius and Capricorn. So as Saturn moved through Sagittarius and Capricorn, I was just getting pelted constantly with Saturnian experiences. So you can really feel like you're aging and even look like you're aging in that time, but some of it could bounce back after the, the time of stress is over. But just know that if you're experiencing something extra heavy, it could be, do, and you're in that end of January, um, beginning of February timeframe, it could be Saturn. And just know that it's for only a finite period of time. It's not gonna be forever. And, um, and you can understand the forces at play. And the more you study Saturn, the more you will understand how to work with what's happening for you.
Okay, something else that is a must know for Aquarius is that we have lots of Pisces energies this month, okay? Now, Pisces is not an energy that tends to flow super easily with Aquarius, so you will feel the awkwardness of that angle. With all this watery energy, people are gonna be emotional. You might be extra emotional, people around you. You'll be like, what's wrong with everybody? Why is everybody crying? You know, there's, there's a lot of strong emotion this month, for better and worse. They could be happy emotions too, but it, it doesn't flow really well with the angle that it goes through. So you'll you'll feel the awkwardness of that. But there are some really amazing opportunities that open up when the planets are in Pisces. So for instance, maybe it's time for you to be developing your intuition, strengthening your intuition, strengthening your connection to your intuition, working on topics of forgiveness, forgiving yourself, forgiving others, getting more connected to spirit, your whether it's through religion or spirituality that's not in a denomination. The focus on the higher being or, or higher oneness that's behind everything. This is an opportunity of this month that Aquarius can really step into. And along with that has to do with the trust, trust in a higher source. Something really amazing that is important to know, very big must know, and I talk about this and give some graphic illustrations in my book, Planetology, How to Align with the Natural Rhythms of the Universe. So you can, you can kind of see this in more detail in that book. But when you look at the orbits and the relative distances that the planets have to each other, there is actually a method behind it. The golden ratio is present. The, um, there, there's a, a beautiful coherence mathematically behind all the workings of the stars and the movements of the stars. And sometimes we lose that truth in the midst of chaos or confusion or high emotion, but it's still there. So when you look, there, there's the... Um, the relative mean dis the mean distance between the, the, the planets is in the 3.1444, whatever it is, sometimes I scramble the numbers, that phi ratio. I mean, what, it, what that means to me, when I look at that, I get all excited because I think, wow, that is proof that there is a harmony, a harmonic um, base uh, behind all the, the seeming chaos. And that, that right there, that truth, that mathematical truth that, that where science and spirituality meet, because eventually they always do, is something that really can be focused on with these Pisces energies this month of trusting that there is that coherence and there is a plan behind what doesn't seem to make sense at any given moment. And the more you can trust that, the more your inner peace will come. And that's another Piscean energy that can be developed this month. Also things having to do with you know, clearing ancestral garbage, karma, anything having to do with detoxification. So whether it's physical detox or whether it's your space or your relationships, there's a lot of opportunity this month for you to clear and clean and purify um, and on every level. Okay, so the end of March is going to actually, I mean, besides this beautiful Mars kiss, ongoing kiss thing that we said is happening through March and April, the energies start to get even better for Aquarius starting around March 21st and then for the rest of March and well, you know, most of April, because that's when the planets get start to get into Aries and Aries moves in a much better angle for you. And so just kind of expect that things are going to start to flow even better as the month goes on and that there are lots more kisses that are going to be happening 
from those placements for you specifically as an Aquarius. One other thing that I want to talk about has to do with the full moon in Libra at the end of the month, the 28th or 29th, depending on your time zone, there's going to be a full moon in Libra. Now, there is a lot of intensity around this for every Zodiac member because there are also conjunctions with Chiron and other planets in Aries. And so the feeling of woundedness is likely to come up and, you know, some victim feelings or, or, you know, tyrant victim polarity types of things can come up. But... Aquarius is one of the signs that has a little extra blessing with this possible um, bump because while it's making a challenge within itself, the angle that it's making for your placement is actually a sweet one, okay? And that's going to be true for all Aquarius placements, but those of you who basically the same ones that are kind of getting crushed by Saturn right now or, or, or blessed by Saturn right now, those at the end of um, January and the beginning of uh, February, you all are the same ones who are going to get this extra special kiss with this full moon in Libra. So for every sign, fullness, completion, fruition, drama in the energy of relationships is going to come up in a very big way. Okay, so one other thing I wanted to talk about that had to do with the Mars in Gemini. For Aquarius, this is going to activate your fourth house, okay? So Mars is, I always call it the border collie of the zodiac. Wherever it goes, it makes you hot on that field of experience. Or you find yourself like, I'm really focused on this right now, wherever Mars is. And you're like, ah, well, no wonder, because Mars is there saying, you're going to be really focused on this right now. And that has to do with your home and family. Many, many, many people get restless when Mars is in their fourth house and they either want to move or they're planning a move. And this could be an amazing month for a move. So if you're restless and it's time, this could be the time. And March and April are superb, some of the best months of the whole year for um, for committing to a move or, or moving. If you're not moving and you don't want to move, it's also amazing for fixing your house up. And again, this month in and April as well are amazing for doing your Big repairs, your small repairs, you know, um, especially as the month moves on, like towards mid-month on, making your big design plans and getting your big construction things going, all of it is fantastic for that. Or just doing simple sprucing up and, you know, tending to your garden or tending to your house. Also your family. Your family is going to, you're going to be really focused on them. And if it's people, like if your pets are your family or if they're friends that you've adopted as your family, um, you know, whoever is kind of in that space for you, there's going to be a lot of energy around um, focusing there on home and family and a lot of zest that you'll have to, to kind of um, put towards that field of experience. So of course, overall, just probably the best month of the whole year. It has extra special blessings for Aquarius placements and um, it's definitely a time to celebrate and have a lot of relief compared to what we've walked through for a really long time. Okay, so if you'd like even more information about the astrology ahead and how you can make the most of it, first go to AnnieHelpsYou.com. You'll see a little note there that says, Dear friend, I'm Annie Botticelli, and it will have a sign up right there on the front page. That's where you sign up for my free email newsletter. You'll want to sign up for this because you will get delivered into your inbox one month early each month my write-up, a comprehensive write-up of the month ahead, including all the sweet dates, all the salty dates, what you might expect with those, and lots of details about what you can expect for the month and what to be aware of and what to celebrate. Okay, while you're at AnnieHelpsYou.com, click in the right top corner under blog, and I've got all different types of blogs, but of note here with this astrology forecast is my astrology blog, so you can check that out.
Then go to CozyBySweetStarlight.com and note, note that in the notes underneath this video, if you click on the little more arrow underneath the video, it will reveal all of the, the notes with these actual links so that you don't have to just remember what I'm saying because they're all always underneath the video. So you can go to CozyBySweetStarlight.com, get my written horoscopes for each sign up one month early as usual. I like to give you time for planning. Also, I've got extensive different categories for healthy living and astrology kissed living. So herbal teas for each sign, yoga for each sign as the sun moves through the signs. So you'll want to check that out. It's a beautiful site. Then definitely also go to loomlife.com, L-U-M-E life.com. That's my school, Luminous Life Multiversity. And check out the free courses that I have for you. And also you can see my paid courses. If you think I put a lot into my free resources, then wow, you should see what goes into my paid courses. You can check out my Becoming a Professional Astrologer Mastery course. Even if you don't want to do astrology professionally, if you want to learn astrology because you love it and you want to learn how to use it for yourself, for your own self-development and help your family and friends, or if you do want to do it professionally, this course is crazy comprehensive and it will prepare you to do whatever you want to do with astrology. So you can see that at loomlife.com, L-U-M-E life.com. And the last thing is to make sure to get my book, my new book, Planetology, How to Align with the Natural Rhythms of the Universe. It's in every major bookseller. It all in every Barnes and Noble, every Books a Million in the whole United States. It's also everywhere extensively um, throughout the world. You can get it pretty much anywhere. And it will help you to do just that, align with the natural rhythms of the universe. It's a very comprehensive book. And you'll go back to it time and time again for resources on how to use all of the astrological potentials in the best way. You can get it on Audible, you can get it on ebook, and you can get the beautiful hardcover version. So I hope you have a wonderful month, and I'll see you next month. Bye!